Hello folks, Sonia here. I wanted to take just a minute to let you know that I'm currently booking speaking engagements for the last half of 2022. Are you looking for a speaker for your workshop or professional development event? I've spent the last 29 years in higher education and I would love the opportunity to work with your group to create a work-life balance that allows for a satisfying, productive work life while still having a restful, fulfilling home life. Does such a thing exist in these COVID times? It does. And I'd love to work with your people at your event to show you how to make it happen. I can come to your location or work with you and your colleagues over Zoom. Group size is not an issue. I've worked with a small handful of folks or rooms as large as 100 people or more. Just email me at Sonia, S-O-N-Y-A, at SoniaGreenCoaching.com. Let me know what kind of event you have going on and what you're looking for. And let's start talking about a plan to help your company or school create a work-life balance that benefits everyone. Thanks so much. Well, there you go. Good morning, y'all. Welcome to the Coach's Cup. Sonia has thrown me under the bus. <laughs> and she just pressed play. <laughs> Record. Sometimes you just have to get things going. <laughs> I was stalling and him hawing around. <laughs> she said, <laughs> I heard the, the little voice said, the recording has started. <laughs> Welcome to the Coach's Cup. I'm Coach Judith Fender with the No BS Weight Loss Program. And I am Sonia Green from Sonia Green Coaching. We're glad y'all are here this morning. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. So this today, this podcast comes on the tail end of don't take things personally. So this one is our words, our power. That's O-U-R, our power. And where we're going with that, because so that so that for clarity purposes, because in the previous podcast, we talked about not taking things personally, not taking people's words personally, the sentences they say, the things we read, the words they say, the actions they do to not take them personally. And now we're going to take this back a step because what we mean by our words being our power is it's the way we speak to ourselves and the words we give others and how we choose to use our words. Yeah. I always think about if you don't have anything nice to say, don't say anything at all. (laughs) And that goes for us too. So many times people do not take that, that axiom for themselves. And so they'll say just things like, oh, I was so stupid. I hate hearing people say stuff like that. I hate it. (laughs) Right. And how many clients have we coached Mm -hmm. We hear, right? And and I want to normalize this, first of all, without judgment. This is, we want to normalize. We all have the inner critic. Yes. And the, the goal of this podcast would be one, to normalize it and two, to realize it and harness the thinking with love. Yes. How to acknowledge and recognize that it is just the inner critic, that it is just your thinking and not a truth and to find your way to self-love. 
back to center, what, however you want to say it, you know, at some point um, I had said to Sonia off recording that, you know, there's so many parts of this thought work for me that it gets, it gets to a spiritual level. Mm -hmm. And that's when I think about the words that we say to ourselves And I'm really coaching myself right here in this moment, like the words we say to ourselves and the impact they have on our self-trust, our self-being, our self-love. I mean, it impacts everything. And we kind of read through the four agreements and where, you know, the first agreement is being impeccable with your words. And I love how Don Miguel, Miguel Ruiz says, Ruiz, you know, that impeccable means without sin. And it really means without sin to the self because and in, in no BS land, when Corinne teaches us about, we're just punching ourselves in our face, right? That negative self-talk when we're believing those shitty thoughts, that that's what we're doing, but to get to that place and we all have it, we would never speak to our children or our neighbors or our friends. I would never say to you, Sonia, yeah, the things yeah. I have going on in my head about myself, <laughs> Right. And I love the fact that you said at the beginning, we want to normalize that inner critic Mm -hmm. because our brains have a propensity to go to the negative, right? Right. It's about mm -hmm, survival. Yes. It's programmed in us to go to the negative. Yes. And I think about if I say something like, I'm so stupid, which is that that's the one that just, I think it makes me cringe because Mm -hmm. it's easy to say really flippantly, but I always feel like there's so much underneath that. But I think about it. If, if I say that I'm so stupid, that's kind of like, you know, when two dogs meet and one of them flips over on their back and exposes their belly Mm -hmm. so that they can show that they're, they're not a threat to the other dog. Yeah. That I think that's kind of, that's kind of a silly example, maybe, but that's how I think of a statement like that. We say that to people to kind of show our vulnerability, to show our weakness almost before. So, so they can't find it. You know, it's better that, that I just expose it right away rather than you finding it. Cause then I can let you know, I already know. I already know I'm stupid. I already know I'm not good enough here. Here you go. No threat. (laughs) I'm laughing. (laughs) If we all just showed up that way. right? I I don't know. Let's, let's do it. Let's do it with, I love you. Let's show our vulnerability (laughs) that way. Right. Rather than I'm so stupid or because our, our words are guides. Yes. If we were to, if, if, if we, you know, our words have power, we speak our words out loud. I ask my husband to stop by the grocery store and get something and he does it. Mm-hmm. My words have power. I asked, he right. chose, and I have the same control within my brain to ask myself <laughs> to choose to not think this way or not believe that thought. And seeing it as optional and choosing to speak better to myself that there is choice in there. Yeah. Yeah. I think the first thing that people, I think everybody listening to this podcast already knows this, but we get to choose our thoughts and we get to decide whether or not we're going to believe our thoughts. Mm -hmm. 
Mm-hmm. They just because we think them, they are not necessarily true. Yeah. And so how much power do we have with how we choose to think and talk about ourselves? Mm-hmm. We have a lot. <laughs> we have all the power. Mm-hmm. So we need to be careful of what we mutter to ourselves. That's M-U-T-T-E-R, not M-U-D-D-E-R. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure both would work. Yeah. Sling yeah. some mud. And stop the talk that destroys and degrades and talk yourself out of it. You could talk yourself into it, like be your own cheerleader, talk yourself into new beliefs. Good job. Great job. You did it. You're on top of things. That's celebrating ourselves. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. For me, that is, that was a very foreign, foreign, just completely weird. Martian language. Yes. Yes. And that's one that I have understood the power of over the last two years that we've been coaching. I have and to say, you you are really good at that. Mm-hmm. Well, thank you. Yeah, I <laughs> notice it. Mm-hmm. Because it is something that I have had to develop. And I have worked with a lot of my clients, you know, working with, with already high achieving women. You would think that we were a group of people to whom that came naturally. Mm-hmm. Well, how mm-hmm. are we so high achieving otherwise? But no, we're high achieving because we never believe we're good enough. <laughs> coming from that lack, right? It's coming from that place of scarcity. So using those words instead to celebrate just the little things, mm-hmm. the tiny little things. I made a plan for what I was going to accomplish today. And it's noon and I have accomplished the two things that I was supposed to have done by noon. Wow. I am really, I've got my own back. Yeah. Look at that. It's, it seems silly. It sounds really weird to say, (laughs) saying it, you can say it out loud. I like to say it out loud. Yeah. I have told you before, I do a lot of talking to myself in the car. Mm -hmm. I do a lot of that pep talk stuff in the car. Mm -hmm. Mel Robbins says we should say it in the mirror. Yep. There's some yep. power in that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But just changing that inner dialogue. Yeah. You know, another way to work on this is writing your sentences down. You seeing them putting the sticky yeah. notes in places, putting it in your phone, reminders to, to check in with yourself. Sometimes I'll, I will work with my, um, with my private clients and, and have them do like hourly check-ins. Yes. Just check in with yourself and see what's going on with that dialogue and spend a little time reframing those thoughts. Yeah. No, I think, I think it is imperative when somebody is just getting started with this to set a timer on their phone. You know, you can set multiple timers throughout the day or multiple alarms throughout Mm -hmm. the day, set one of those Mm -hmm. two or three times during the day and just stop. Mm -hmm. All right. What am I thinking right now? How am I feeling? If I'm feeling negative, why am I feeling that? I mean, you bring that up. The yeah. feeling hits you first. That's what I notice first. And so, that's how I check in. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If I'm feeling negative, I need to interrogate that. Mm-hmm. And I will do uh, a practice I have is in between my clients is finding that space to clear my space before I go in with another client and yeah. being in that open place to to serve them. And again, thinking that back to, you know, this, this spirituality component, at least for me, because when we think that our words honor who we are, yes, and we can honor others 
with our words and how we speak to them and, and not, and choosing not to gossip because I mean, I'm not going to lie. There was a time and period, and I'm sure all of our lives where we've all been wanting to gossip and say things about others. But when we realize that it, it just really doesn't serve us or them to engage in that negativity because it's not honoring the self or others. Yes. Just saying that it sounds, it's one of those things that sounds simple, but uh-huh. it can really be tough. It, it, <laughs> truth. Mm-hmm. I, truth. I heard something about someone recently and my first thought was, oh my goodness, I need to tell so-and-so. My second thought was, mm. no, I don't. Mm-hmm. I heard it. I don't know it for a fact. And I am choosing not to say anything about it. Yeah. Because I'm going to, number one, honor that person because I don't know that it's true. But even more importantly, honor my own integrity, honor my own values and not speak negatively. Because we, we've been talking about speaking positively about ourselves, but when we speak, when we speak negatively about other people, we talked last week mm-hmm. about where that comes from, that comes from a lack in our own lives. And mm-hmm. so if I am speaking negatively about someone else, I am also removing my power. Yes. And when we choose to speak honorably, to ourselves and the power that language has is it has the power to change our behaviors. And when our behaviors change, we get the results that we want. Yeah. The power of our language is the power to change our life period. Absolutely. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Because our language comes first, but it shapes our actions. Mm-hmm. So often, I think we're quick to give that power away mm-hmm. to blame or to, you know, I, or comparison. Or to, yes. I mean, we, we touched a little bit on comparison, but it was in the sidebar. Mm-hmm. But when we compare ourselves to others, it's again, it's another version of punching yourself in the face and taking your eye off your goal and, and your goodness and your worth and your value. Yes. And it's a natural, well, I don't know oh, if it's natural. It it's is normal. a cultural instinct. Yeah. I will. I mean, I can't imagine a culture that doesn't do it, but maybe it exists. Yeah. I don't, I don't know if only lived here. Yeah. <laughs> right. I know that here we are very based in comparison. Yeah. But comparison often comes from a lack of self-trust. A negative comparison comes from a lack of self-trust. Let me, let me reevaluate that. I'm just going to go with yes, because I haven't, I'm thinking about this, but I think it also is, especially let's just talk about like in the coaching world, Mm -hmm. right. And and what we do and how we see there are coaches everywhere. Uh And when we compare, I've never done that. (laughs) LOL. I have. It's usually not coming from a space of, I really admire her. Uh It's more coming from, well, how did she do that? I don't even know that that's bad. Yeah. And it's not, it doesn't feel good in my body. It's when I'm not feeling good and I can catch myself. I think because I've coached so many clients on, it's so easy to be a coach 
And we can hear that language. We can <laughs> identify it, especially in weight loss. Oh my gosh. Yeah. But in myself, I'm catching it so much better than I ever have. And I, I see and I speak that there is value. Y'all hear my words. <laughs> Do not compare yourself to others. If you are, check in with yourself. Get your eyes back on your own paper. Take your power back. Yeah. Well, and and I say that it comes from a, a lack of self-trust because it comes from scarcity. Yeah. Nine times out of 10, that comparison comes from scarcity. I'm afraid I'm not as good as I'm not doing it right. I'm not doing it right. There's so many things that we are afraid we're lacking in some way or another. If we're coming from a place of abundance, then I don't know that I, that I even call it comparison anymore. If I'm coming from a place of abundance, then I am looking at them with admiration. Wow. They're just, they're killing it out there. And it's not because I'm looking at me thinking I need to be killing it like they are. It's because I am genuinely admiring what they're doing. Which is interesting for me, the longest time, I mean, maybe even until like last year, the story I always told myself was, you know, I didn't grow up in an academic family. And my story was, I was always looking to my peers and, you know, kind of like seeing who I wanted to be with and where I wanted to be and go to school. Mm -hmm. And so, and it wasn't a comparison, but in essence it was because I placed myself strategically because it's where I wanted to be. And so in some version, I think there is, I don't know this, there is some version of this that is normal. Like this is where I want to be. And I admire this about them. And I want to be here that it's just, it could be strategic. Absolutely. And that can be, and that can be okay because I mean, we all do. And that could be from that place of abundance. If you're looking to not squash somebody, but to elevate yourself, uh-huh. right. To find a, another way. I don't mm-hmm. know. Yeah. I think anytime we're looking for a way to build ourselves up, I, well, and it, it still, it has to start with our own words, right? Mm-hmm. We have mm-hmm. to be impeccable with our own words. Yeah. Not tearing me down. Right. Mm-hmm. Not tearing them down. Right. Finding a place of, you know, I'm always looking for stru- structure. <laughs> Yeah. Give me some structure. I need some structure. Yeah. And maybe a level playing field. I don't know. Hmm. Is that what you're, what you're getting at? I I don't, I don't level playing field. Doesn't feel as much as just looking to my peers with, from a place of that's where I want to be. Yeah. See me there. That's my people. Yeah. And creating my path from that place. And I don't know, getting a little personal here more than I thought I would. I wasn't expecting going there. Yeah. So where else are, are our words, our power? You mentioned that, you know, we have to cheerlead for ourselves. We mm-hmm. have to be our own best. We really have to be our only cheerleader, right? Well, it's the one that matters the most, right? Because I mean, we can choose to believe other people's words. That's totally optional and we can make it mean anything we want to. But I think I also like to think about in parenting or in coaching, that choosing our words have power in those moments and being aware of what we speak because it can be a very vulnerable place. Mm-hmm. And there is there's power in not speaking. <laughs> Maybe that's a whole nother podcast. Yeah. 
Well, and that's what I was getting at with the person, you know, I heard something about them and I decided not to speak because of the power of staying in integrity with myself, being still. yeah, Yeah. And being in that moment and just letting it be and not harboring that negativity. Yeah. And not passing it on because that's one thing Ruiz talks about when we pass words on, it's like passing on poison, poison. Can you just see it? I think of that. I don't know what that commercial was probably for scope mouthwash back in the day. And people would, you know, were speaking and they would show like the odor cloud coming out of their yeah. mouth. <laughs> I get a visual on that. Like if you're speaking negatively, you have that gassy odor cloud coming out of your mouth. And just I think if you're that. speaking to yourself that way in a gassy odor cloud, <laughs> I'm laughing at myself. No, I, I love but, that analogy because that, that is so true. We have, we have the ability. I mean, our words are going to go out into yeah. the world Yeah, and we have the ability to send out positivity. Mm-hmm. We mm-hmm. have the ability to send out flower clouds and yes. unicorns and daisies. Yes. <laughs> Rainbows and daisies. And it's not in flattery. I mean, that's not, um, yeah. we're not talking about flattery here. In love and spirit. In love. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, it's like, <laughs> I don't know why I keep coming back to the dog analogy, flipping <laughs> over on its belly. <laughs> My, my dog is always flipping over on her belly. She loves for somebody to rub her belly, but that vulnerability, we do need to be vulnerable with people, but it needs to come from love, from the flowers, the daisies, the, mm-hmm. it needs to come from that space, not from a space of negativity with the bad breath, <laughs> the poison, gassy odor cloud in case. Gassy odor cloud. <laughs> And I think it even had the words of all the things that you had for for lunch, like garlic and salmon. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. All of those things. That is power, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It is going to go out and hit, hit people one way or another. So Mm -hmm. how are we choosing to, to hit them (laughs) with some, with some tuna tuna breath or are we going to hit them with some peppermint? Tuna. Thankfully, we all live in the Zoom world now, (laughs) but our words still have power. You know, you were talking about this being a spiritual journey, the words being having a spiritual effect. And Ruiz talks about sin begins with the rejection of yourself. Mm, 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 mm. You want to talk about that a little bit? Because that is ultimately because you're creating your hell on earth, (laughs) right? how you speak, how you think. And in essence, if you are speaking these words negatively, you are rejecting of the self and the self knows, and then you are suffering and you're beating yourself up. It's that inward spiral, that inward circle that we talk about that becomes so insidious. And we all want off that carousel of tornado of thinking. Yeah. Brooke talks about how, how we are worthy simply because we are a human being on this planet. And I like to think about it from that point of view. I think that's where they kind of connect here because we are a human being on this planet. We are worthy. And to accept that means we do not cut ourselves down. We don't say things 
negative things about ourselves. We don't believe negative things about ourselves. Yeah. I that's a really good connection because that is a super common coaching thing is not good enough, which is it taps right into that. Yes. And, and and it took a while for me to wrap that concept around my brain to get, to understand exactly what it means and then get to a level to coach on it, to help someone else see that it's not true, but it, it also requires thought work. You have to do the work. It doesn't come magically. <laughs> no, but you know, when, when you've been coaching someone or when I've been coaching someone for a while and it's really, they're doing that work consistently. It is so fun. I mean, you know, you, you know. know, when a client has been doing the work and when they've just been showing up once a week to talk to you, yeah. it's obvious what's happening because when they're doing the work every day, when they're working on their thoughts every day, they're working on being true to themselves, holding themselves in high esteem and power start opening. It's mm-hmm. like pop, 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 not immediately, but it gets to that point where it gets really fun and exciting. And you're like, okay, looks like we've got this one under control. What's, what's the next thing we've been working on? And it doesn't, it just moves so quickly at that point. Oh, I love that. I got a visual of like that energetic field just moving because when the doors open, it is that energetic value when you believe in, in your own self and your own self-worth Yes, that how it, it becomes expansive. Yes. Yes. But that doesn't happen. No. If you're not working on it, it's, it's a daily practice. And it's so, it's so weird to even talk about uh, because I think this in my own head and, and try to come to that place. Like, when did I get this connection? When did this become this? But it is, it's through that communication with self, through that connection with the self. I can't really think of when it happened. Like I couldn't tell you, there's not a time that I have suddenly the light bulb yeah. went on and yeah. angels started singing, but, but it happened. Yeah. I do remember the first time I wrote, I trust myself. Yeah. Because it was, it, that was, I'm sure that was the beginning of the shift mm-hmm. because it was, it's still, it's, it is still memorable. So I think that was a special moment. It was just authentic and just pen to paper. And I'm like, what? Well, and I love that example because I don't remember and you do, which means that there's no right or wrong way. Right. right. (laughs) I mean, some people are going to find it a specific memorable moment. Other people, the doors just start opening and you suddenly realize that you're looking at things differently. Mm-hmm. There's no one way. There's and no you know, right way. And there's not like, we're not like we're always in these states of mind no. either. I hope we, are we clear on that. Are we clear y'all? <laughs> that, that's a really good point. Because we're not days, living in this know? Zen state every moment. And just, no, 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 no. I was fighting all the negative words a couple of days ago. I really was. I was in like an ugly space where nobody was doing anything right. Mm-hmm. But you know why? Looking back, I can look back and see it's because I wasn't trusting in myself. Mm -hmm. I felt like there were a lot of things going on and I wasn't handling them the way I was supposed to. And I was stressed and, and there they are. It's all the negativity that you let in. Yeah. That's human. That's this being human (laughs) folks. And, and I wish, I wish there was a magic way that we could 
solve that one time and it never comes back, but that's not the way life is set up. No, no, it would be nice. Um, yeah. I have to say though, I think I probably said it on the last podcast. I'll say it again. It, there is something also to be said moving through this past year for me personally, when things are moving energetically better, it is a great place to be. And I just want to speak some truth to that and some relief that it has not, and it hasn't always been perfect and it has not always been easy. And well, that's why we do the work, not because we're trying to reach a state of perfection, but we're trying to reach a state where we always know we can come back to the level, the balance. Yeah. And I'm really appreciating this too, this conversation, because, you know, there is so much about how we show up to podcast and my thoughts (laughs) and like what's on my mind. And so it just like, my goal is to lose, to lose 20 pounds. And as a weight loss coach, sticking that out there is it's some real shit. (laughs) How are, how are your words? Let's I wrap up that way. Yeah, I'm going to love, words? I'm going to love myself there. I'm going to be kind to myself mm-hmm. and I'm going to make a plan and I'm going to work through some urges and I'm going to normalize the whole process. Yeah. You're going to make mistakes along the way because that's part of normalizing the process. It's going to be doable. It's not going to be uh, big drastic changes. It's going to be small changes. Yeah. And it's going to be a little messy sometimes, you know, I'm feeling like we'll, we'll find out <laughs> right now. It is a good thing. I'm in a, it's very clear Yeah, right now. And I needed to get through, through the weeds to get to this clear spot that just, and I just want to make that real that, you know, this past year, I mean, life, my life, I drove up to get gas and I drove off with the, with the gas nozzle in my car because I had a lot on my mind this year yeah. and I think I have forgiven myself and forgiven others and released a lot of baggage and healed some wounds and been through some dark days to get to the light, to get to this space. And just want to say that don't, I did a post the other day about trust your struggle mm-hmm. and it was worth it. There was, I resisted a lot, but I never, I never quit literally throwing the ball back, trying to, you know, figure it out. Yeah. And then it stuck and I got there and I cleared a path. And a lot of it had to do with how you talk to yourself through that. Yeah. And having some support along the way. Thank you, Sonia. Thank you to my, my team, (laughs) my coach. Let me, let me do my Snoop dog. I like to thank me. (laughs) (laughs) Well, there is though, we do have that power. We, we resist that so much. I can't thank me because that people think I'm going to be arrogant, but you, you said this the other day, who's the best healer of you? Me. Yeah. Only. It's, which is so interesting thinking about our last podcast. I remember, I don't know what I was, I was listening to something and they were, you know, when you take things personally, it's all me, 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 me. Yes. But not in a great way. <laughs> no. But when you're in the power of your words, you're in that space of healing me. Yes. Healing, healing me, healing you. Yes. Loving me, loving you. Yeah. There's that was my odor cloud. <laughs> Y'all didn't see my hands. The words. Daisies and the words. rainbows. Yes. Right. <laughs> yeah. All right. Woo. I don't know that we can end on anything better than that. Yeah. It's all good. So we would love for you to share this podcast 
with someone who needs our message, who's working on themselves, or maybe they just need to hear that their words are where their power resides. Mm -hmm. We would love to coach you on that. If you're not convinced of it, or if you're trying to work on it and you feel like you need a guide along that path, we are happy to be there. You can find more about my coaching at soniagreencoaching.com or on Instagram at Sonia, S-O-N-Y-A underscore green coaching. And you can find me, I coach, coach exclusively for the No BS Weight Loss Program. And any search of No BS and Crane Crabtree will find you there. If you want to follow me on Instagram, that would be just Judy, J-U-S-T-J-U-D-I-E. And that's it. And I would love to coach you too. All right. We'll see you next week, folks. Bye y'all.